0: You're a big Michael Jackson fan? I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I know. I grew up. My mom listening to it all the time, of course. Our Halloween episode. So I'm glad to (laughs) you coming on. This is gonna be a fun one. The people I've been telling about this are so like excited. Ask you this. Ask you this. Yeah, it's totally cool to have you on. Can we
1: start
0: dancing? (laughs) Right. Do you know the moves for this? I uh, (laughs) have. I can dance. <laughs> you gotta promise not to freak me out too much, though. I, I am just a little sensitive to the scary <laughs> shit.
1: I promise <laughs> I try not to freak you out too much. It's to evil's you all? In the door.
0: Welcome, welcome. Missy? Got a special guest today. Tony missed out today. He got a little stuck at work, so I didn't want to miss the opportunity to have a conversation with you, though, because this is very exciting. It's our Halloween episode, Simple Ass Podcast, episode number five, I believe, season two. So I found you on Facebook. All right. And the name of your company is... Frontier?
1: Frontier Ghost Hunters. Yeah. Frontier
0: Ghost Hunters. So, you are a hunter of the paranormal kind, right? I am, right? yes. That's exciting. Locally here, too, in Bakersfield, which yeah. is exciting, which is even more exciting. So, welcome. Uh, if you want to tell everybody your name, or, um, Missy, I don't know, you can just go by Missy, huh? I go by Missy. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so, I, me and Tony were trying to figure out some ideas for our Halloween episode, so we're like, um, I found... I I don't know why it popped in my head up, but that'll be cool. Because I remember some people they had some other people they'll set up cameras and stuff like that, and it's funny. My wife, so I'm gonna be honest with you, like paranormal stuff scares me, <laughs> like real stuff doesn't. So like you know like the scary movies, like the strangers where they break into your house and yeah have... yeah yeah that don't scare me because I feel like I got a fighting chance. So, it's so man <laughs> machismo with me and shit <laughs> to right, think like right. that, but. But what scares me is, like, the shit you can't see. Yeah. The things that kind of crawl behind your back and do Breathe those. Breathe down your neck. Exactly, okay? <laughs> you can't see coming. Those are the things that freak me out. So I think I got set up. Tony, I think Tony got scared. You might be right. Yeah. <laughs> and also right. he had an excuse to go watch the Dodger game. <laughs> oh, <And> that's so- <laughs> true. They're
1: losing one nothing right now, by God. the
0: way. Right. So I'm excited. So I got, I've had, I've been, people are excited about having you on because, like, there's always questions to this stuff, you know what I mean. So, st- let's start off your backstory. How long you been doing this? How to start, kind of those kind of thing. How long I, you? How long have you had that frontier uh, ghost Um
1: I've been doing this since about 2013, um, very informally, just really a hobby. Right. I loved it so much. I've I've been just completely like enthralled with anything paranormal since I was like eight years old because of a personal experience, which is how most people, right, you know, get into it. And then, um, you know, each Halloween I would, I was a teacher. And so I'd always get into the paranormal ghost stories with my kids or whatever. And we made a plan one night, hey, let's go to Central Park and see if we can find anything. Right. Let's go to BHS and walk around the campus, see if we can find anything. <laughs> and then it officially became a club. And so I had a group of student investigators and we oh, would wow. go do like official investigations in certain locations around town. And it was awesome.
0: Oh, so you did this with the students you were teaching I with? I did, Oh, yeah. that's so amazing. So I'm
1: not with students anymore. And now, um, and then there was just a real a lull um, due to changes in schools, positions, and um, my East High kiddos, which is where I work now, did an article on me last year. It was my first year at the school. And, um, you know, that final question after the formal interview questions is, um, what's one thing nobody knows about you that you want them to know? And I said, oh, I'm an amateur ghost hunter. (laughs) And they're like, what? Oh, my God. Tell us more. And the entire article became about that. Right. So um, this year or in the last three months, um, I have had so many emails and inquiries. My house is haunted. Can you come do it? Um, I've just getting ready to finish a series, a four-segment series with Channel 23. Okay. We've been investigating haunted places around town for the last three weeks. We oh, have one more up, this week.
0: So this is a perfect, like, buffer to kind of get you going for that. That would yeah, be perfect. Yeah, it really is. Wow, that's crazy. That's cool. Let's talk about that experience. I think all of us, right? When you, like, even when I was introducing, uh, I was telling John about having you come on, he was even like, everybody wants to tell you their story, right? Right. Right. So what is your story? What is that that you know that personal experience what made you like okay there's something to this or right here because I'm not I'm gonna be honest I'm more of a, spectic, spe, a, skeptic, a skeptic type yeah. you know what I mean I'm so but I'm interested in hearing your story what like what caused you to get really into that
1: so um, I think I was around eight years old and we lived in the northeast my sister and I shared a room two twin beds one on each you know side of the room and um, I. M, I always have been, like, the soundest sleeper ever. My mom always joked that I could, you know, a bomb would go off and I'd sleep through it, right. kind of a thing.
0: Mom said I could. I actually slept through an earthquake when I was a kid, so <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> that was me. <laughs>
1: so uh, I'm sound asleep, and all of a sudden, I don't know why or what woke me up, but I was awakened. And I looked down to the foot of my bed, and at the foot of my bed is the, this white silhouette of a little boy. Perfectly outlined little boy. I knew it was a little boy, and he. It was just. he was just. How how clear
0: was it? Like nose, mouth, no, or just just the the silhouette outline? Uh
1: And um, you know, maybe six years old, and I remember freaking out, like panicking. And it's that moment, you know, when you're a kid, you're like trying to pretend you're asleep, and you're peeking through your eyelashes so you still look like your eyes are closed, but you want to see what's going on. But I'm completely like frozen. I'm so afraid to move. And I closed my eyes for just a second, and I opened my eyes again, and he's next, now next to my bed. And my, oh. my, my biggest panic was that my arms were outside the covers, and I thought, oh, my God, he's going to touch me. He's going to touch me. He's going to touch me. I never felt like I was in danger. It was more of like he was just watching me, but the fear was so humongous, and I finally got the courage to just roll over and face the wall, you know. Right, right. And um and just laid there and laid there and laid there until I just finally fell asleep. And, of course, my mom was like, oh, it was just a dream. Oh, it was a night terror. And I'm like, I right. don't have night terrors. Like, I just, that's not who I am. It was I so am. real,
0: too, right? So
1: real. The fear was so real. And I actually went back years later because my parents uh, ended up buying that house again after we'd moved away and come back. And um that room in particular was, I got... It was just odd. I had a lot of cold spots. You investigated that room
0: as well? Yeah. Wow. Imagine, like, right, when you're a kid to go back. That's pretty cool to go back and do that all over again. Like, okay, was I just tripping here, or was there (laughs) something to this that I actually felt, right, to go back and do that? It was that
1: validation that, no, it wasn't a dream. You know, something was here. Right.
0: So speaking of when you do the investigations, what type of like equipment? Uh, what are okay? First off, what are you looking for when you go to for looking for when you do your investigations?
1: If if someone has asked me to come into a business or a home, then I really just try to hear all of the stories that are surrounding right. that particular location, and then to be quite honest, I go in trying to disprove all those stories. Can you come, I, can I, you I, come
0: I, more from the spec just to? prove it wrong to
1: exactly so gotcha. if they're seeing lights then then i'm gonna see where those lights could have been coming from other than some spectral orb or something like right, that you know right. it could be outside it could be anything else so i always try to approach every situation as that skeptic that we talked about earlier right. um to see if there's another explanation because if there's ever a different explanation you have to go with that you can't right. always jump to the fact that it's a, it's paranormal. It's a right. ghost. I'm haunted.
0: Sometimes people want it to be so true badly. too much, right? And don't
1: get me wrong. As a paranormal investigator, <laughs> I want it to be a ghost. I'm disappointed every time I can I can prove it wrong. Right,
0: but you have to be objective. Yes, when you do those, right. Um, so, what kind of equipment do you use to do your investigations? Like you mentioned, like cold spots and stuff like that. So, what do you like? Just thermometers, black, uh, like radar, or so I don't. I don't have. I'm it's okay. retarded, so I don't have any idea <laughs> what you, you would use. So, so. Um,
1: I what I what I do is I will do. I'll go through the areas that are hot spots, if you want to call them that, and I try to get a baseline reading. So, I will always have an EMF detector it's just registers or monitors um electromagnetic fields in the room. Okay. So, you know, if you're uh, if it's a business or a house that that's functioning, then obviously there's electricity. We turn the lights off, but the electricity is still going through the lines. So, right. we're going to get a baseline reading. It's when that baseline spikes. Right. And you're like, "Why did that spike?" So, then you've got to try to figure out the AC just jumped on or right. the fan a just, you know, a time some something, right? Um it's when you can't explain it away that you're like, hmm, Okay. So I will always do a baseline with EMF. I will also often use the digital thermometer to get regular readings of the temperatures of the rooms. Um, so that's what I, how I start. When I start the investigation, always 100%, the ghost hunter's most reliable tool is my digital voice recorder. And really? If I never spent a dime on anything, if you were looking into starting this, all you have to do is buy a digital voice recorder or download the app on your phone. Just make sure it's not the Ghost Hunter digital voice recorder because they will...
0: <laughs> gash you up a little bit, well, like put a little sound in there. They will. Like, really? They totally will. Oh, that's cheesy. A friend of mine did that. She's like,
1: you got to hear this. And it was like, ooh, in the background. way. No I'm like, that's way. stupid. No yeah. way. <laughs> so, but a digital voice recorder is seriously the most reliable tool I think you can, and an EMF detector. Right. Yeah, you can do a lot with those, too. But, I mean, I use a lot. I have a lot of gadgets, but those are my two most dependable.
0: So, you, since 2013, so what's that? I'm not good at math, mm-hmm. and, and I'm embarrassed because now I'm sitting next to you <laughs> as a dean, and I'm not good at math. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what is, let me see, so so six, seven years? Seven? Yeah, eight years eight, almost years. eight years, yeah. Okay. How many investigations have you done and with um, those eight years?
1: Not Not a ton. Um, because it's a hobby, so I'd say I've maybe done 20. 20?
0: 20? Yeah. And, okay, and then out of those 20, what are <clears throat> full of shit, and what's kind of something there, uh, percentage-wise, you think?
1: Oh, well, actually, I would say that's a much better statistic. I think that almost, almost every investigation I've done I have found something. There's been right. something that you question. I wouldn't say that I'm convinced that, oh, my God, this place is freaking haunted.
0: Right.
1: Um, but, wow, there might be something here because there was a voice right. on my digital voice recorder. Or there were EMF, random EMF spikes that I can't explain when you know there's no power to the building. Yeah. so
0: you're freaking so- me out already you're freaking me out already i'm already getting those hairs on like just those when you said the voice recorder i was like yeah. oh shit here we go yeah
1: those really are like right the, the, those are the scariest things because you're not expecting them you're listening you know you're bopping around getting stuff done because it takes a long time to listen to all of that and so when something pops up in your ear you're like
0: what was that yeah.
1: <laughs> what was that so
0: um so let's get into some of those. What's, what's some of the weirdest ones, the scariest ones, and you know what I mean? Those type of things that, that kind of stick out to your mind.
1: So I was um, investigating an old house down on 18th or 19th Street. It is now the Junior Lake House. Okay. It used to be an old mortuary owned by father and son.
0: Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. shit. That's all you're going to say right there. <laughs> Are you ready for this? <laughs> oh, shit. See, I tell you, Tony set me up. He knew we were going to do this. We Tony, been, you coward. Within a, all week long, we've been setting this up. I was excited, too. Then now I'm like, I'm over here by myself. I got to drive. It's going to be It's dark already now at 7. Do you want to go get I gotta a drink drive <laughs> afterwards
1: <laughs> to take the edge off?
0: <laughs> I had to go drive at night and shit. No, I'm good. Kidding. Okay, <laughs> kidding. I'm
1: um, kidding. So that was probably the the one investigation that caught me off guard like I was afraid and um, so we were I had a group of girls I'm in junior league and so it was just kind of a fun community like event for the members to right. participate in and I had set up cameras I had set, I we all had digital recorders we had k2 meters emf we had we had it all and we decided to stay together uh, the basement is the area of the house that we think is the scariest because that's where the bodies were delivered. Right. There was an elevator that goes from the, the basement all the way up to the third floor, which was the embalming room and all of that. Jesus. So, um, <laughs> are you okay? I'm good. I'm hanging in <laughs> okay. there. Okay. all right.
0: I'm hanging in there.
1: Um, so, just a few things that happened. The first thing was we had walked into the elevator, which is not functioning. It doesn't work anymore. So, we're in the elevator. We're doing an EVP um, session, Electronic Voice Phenomenon. With a digital voice recorder. And we have K2 meters. And K2 meters are great. It's another form of an EMF detector, which detects magnetic fields. So if something paranormal were to walk in front of it, it the energy from that spirit would make the, the meter go off. Okay. So it's a great communication tool in ghost hunting. So you can ask a lot of yes or no questions, things like oh, that. Oh, really? And it'll and get energy like almost like a Ouija if board? It's, if it's an intelligent haunt, they, will, they can make the lights go off. So he went into the elevator... We were asking questions, and um, all of a sudden, as we're talking and we're getting responses on the K2 meter, the elevator jumps like it's about to go up. You know how whenever elevator has that little bit of a drop just before it takes well, you up? Well,
0: when you tell the kids to jump right before it does that, right? <laughs> and then you feel like you're floating them for a second? Like it, that? It was that just
1: one? that little bit of, like, bounce. Like, oh, crap. It feels like it's moving. And we all just looked at each other like, you felt that, right? And we all felt that. So, it's like, okay, let's get out of the elevator. So, um, we kept investigating. We made our way to the third floor. And um, I was in the president's office. And beautiful office, desk faces the front of the building. You know, the back of it faces the front of the building. I had uh, cameras set up on the windowsill or the top of the blinds. And... They were all wired cameras because we have terrible Wi-Fi in that building, but they all wired cameras, and um, so I made sure the cords were all taped and tucked, and I was sitting in the president's chair at the desk, and we were doing, again, continuing the EVP, always EVP, and I was asking questions, you know, if you're here, could you just let us know that you're here? And my girlfriend that was in the room with me said, hey, how about if you make that fan turn on? Because there was a ceiling fan in there. And in my mind, I'm thinking, that's ridiculous. They're not going to turn the fan on, you know.
0: Right. And
1: uh, all of a sudden, the fan did not turn on. However, the camera that was on the blinds flew off the blinds at me. Oh, shit. And so, you know, in that moment, of course, I screamed. I screamed. It scared the shit out of me. (laughs) And... um, but I'm trying to, like, be professional. I'm like, okay, what else could have caused that? I'm asking her, did you trip on the cord? But if she had tripped on the cord, it was going the other direction. So it would have pulled the camera in the opposite direction that it flew off. Right, right. Blind. So that that startled me a lot. Jeez. So our friends, who were in another room investigating, came over and were like, oh, my gosh, you guys, this just happened. We're telling them what happened. And we go into the office where the secretary is. And I look up and the freaking fan is on in that office. Oh, wow. And I said... Who turned the fan on? And everybody's like, we weren't even in this room. I look at my friend who had said earlier, hey, if you're here, give us a sign, turn the fan on. And we're like, oh, my God. Well, it turned the fan on, just not the one in on the room we were in. Right. Because I would go through and turn everything off before we started. So I knew that that fan wasn't on. <laughs> so that was that was the coolest, like, most startling Especially experience. with the camera
0: flying at you. Um yeah. One time I thought uh, I'd seen a ghost, or I, thought, I didn't know if it was a ghost or a breaking, but... My wife is pregnant, and we just had a birthday party for my other son. And all of a sudden, um, we're laying in bed. This is embarrassing. I can't believe I want to tell this story either. So <laughs> we're laying in bed, and then we lived in, uh, on an old house, like on uh, Oleander area, bank mm-hmm. area, right? And that house, and it's weird. Like All the other houses I've lived in, sometimes you feel stuff, sometimes you don't, right? You get those energies. And the house always felt that way. Well, one night I'm sitting there laying asleep, and... I started here, start hearing popping, and it sounded like someone was breaking glass. Because I had these little, you know, those little square windows by the door. Yeah. So I thought something like that. So I got the bat by the bed, run out there, and I'm in my underwear and shit for screaming. <laughs> and I look through the hallway, and all I see is like shadows running around. Run out there screaming, get the hell out of my house! Turn lights on, this fucking balloons, running in the, in the <laughs> ceiling fan. And it reminded me of that the ceiling fan. I was like, oh shit, my wife. Oh, the, and my wife i'm standing there imagine right not the beautiful side in the world but she's just laughing at me looking at me like what the hell is wrong with you you know what that's I mean? amazing so, i love that That's awesome. a, um <clears throat> yeah but back to like uh so like i've lived in houses like the house i live in now i've never felt anything where i could walk through there at night and i feel fine mm-hmm. but there's a house that i lived in before where like we had friends standing down on a the couch, they're like, "Yeah, I see some old lady on a wheelchair standing next to me, you know, oh, wow. and but like, we had this long hallway, even my wife would tell me too, like when we used to walk to the hallway, like everybody goes to bed, shut the lights off, right, right, hit the hall the the hallway, and you could just feel it right, in the, for some reason, in that corner, you could feel like the little neck, you know, like, who's looking at me, mm-hmm. you know like that, you know it's, and then and uh, what do you what do you think that is like um what do you think ghost Star? In your opinion. You know, because it's hard to say, right? It's a really
1: hard thing to define. All I I can say is that I think that everything around us has energy to it.
0: I believe that too.
1: Everything around us has energy. And I think that even if you moved into a home, the home itself may not be haunted by spirit necessarily, but it could be, and I I use air quotes for haunted, by energy. Right. So, if there was something tragic that happened in the home, right? Um, Some sort of trauma that happened in a home—not necessarily something that led to death, but something traumatic. Let's say that there was a break-in. I mean, this is very vivid. I'm sorry. Right? No, no, that's fine. <laughs> right. Trust um, me, me and
0: Tony—we get into crazy shit all the time. So you good. know,
1: a home was broken into, and the family was—you know—held hostage and beaten and raped and right. all of that. There's energy from all of those people involved, right. the victims and the aggressors. You know. Right. Everybody may have survived and left the home, but that negative energy is thriving and right. stuck in that house. Yeah, so you, that's us. when you walk in, you have that vibe. Right. But the opposite is true. You could buy a home that you know, was loved and lived in by a wonderful family, and you just walk in, it just feels warm and cozy. Right. Yeah, that's so. my
0: house now. Yeah, yeah, you can tell that. You can feel it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. What's, um? have you ever gotten, so you, the voice stuff, you got good yeah. voice stuff from what you're saying. So I imagine that four-part series you're coming out with, you're going to have a lot of that stuff on there?
1: Um, So far, I have been, we've been sadly disappointed. We haven't caught, oh, we haven't really? caught any EVP. Yeah, but the best EVP I ever caught, Um, it it gives me chills still. I was investigating um, the Bakersfield Californian, which is, you know, one of those that shows up on the 10 most haunted places in Bakersfield. And um, so I was investigating there and I was in a bad mood. I was in a bad mood. I brought too many people. They were noisy. I was irritated. And so whenever I had the opportunity, I Were was just hangry? trying to. I was not hangry. I get
0: hangry, so I, imagine, I know what you're Yeah, feel this up. wasn't a hangry
1: <laughs> issue. <laughs> but I just tried to separate myself from the group as often as I could. But anyways, we first get in, and we walk into, like, the newer part of the building. And um, we entered an old, a stairwell. And the top of that stairwell, we hit the outside of the editor's office. And then we, we did the floor. We did the basement. We did all this stuff. And then we came down to the front of the building, which is the original part of the building, where um, all of the reporters back in the day when the Californian opened, you know, would sit there in their wooden cubicles and the editors' um, offices back in the back above so they could open the blinds and look down on the, you know, the, their staff. And in the back of that part of the reception area, which is now what it is, there's a stairwell that leads you up. And I'm like, again, I was annoyed. Too many people, everybody's talking. I'm like, ugh, just stop talking so I can right. do my session. And so. I walk up the stairs to remove myself from everybody, and it's, it was pretty steep stairs, and I hit, like, a metal door. It just stopped right there, and I'm looking through the window and the door, and in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, is this where I came in? Is this the stairwell that I, you know, started before? So I'm doing my EVP session, and I'm like, Mr. Harrell, because Alfred Harrell was the original owner of the paper... So Mr. Harrell, if you're here, could you just give us a sign, and you can just hear... Like the highway? After,
0: yeah. Al- Alfred Alfred Harrell Highway? Yeah. No way. Yeah, way. Okay. That, I, I always wondered, like, what, like Ming. Who does, Who's yeah. Ming after, named after? You know yeah, what I mean? There's see, a lot of those streets out there. That, we
1: have a lot of Chinese immigrants in town. Exactly. So okay, I, knew, I think
0: yeah. that's what it was. I heard a sto- I can't remember exactly, but I remember hearing a story like that. Like, Ming is after, named after some guy that... Because there was a big Chinese community, too. Yeah. But, but okay. I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. So... You can hear the frustration in my voice when I'm listening to my recording later. You know, I'm like, if you're here, give me a sign. <laughs> I just want to go home. You know, like, this gets over with. Right. And, um And so I turn around, and it's, like I said, the stairway. I, I'm at the top and the way bottom. and I see my friend walk by, and he works at the paper. And I said, hey. I said, is this the door that we came in? And And you could hear in the recording, he's very far away. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm like, okay, that's what I thought. So I go back to my EVP session, asking questions. Right. So, next day, I'm got my headphones on. I'm vacuuming, and I sit down for a second. And it's that point in the um, recording where I'm at the top of the stairs, and I hear as clear as day. It's like one. Of the, it's so clear in your ear that you turn around because you feel like someone just whispered in it. Right. And it says, "Back where are we." Oh, uh, I mean, it was so clear back where we were. It was male, man, man. Yeah, voice? definitely a man's voice, older, and he was answering a question that I asked in my head. You know what I mean? And so,
0: because oh, it was it was shit. after
1: that that I had asked my friend, "Hey, is this the door we came in or the the stairway?" So it was just oh, it it freaked oh, me shit. out. It it freaked me out. So it was, it was awesome. like you thought
0: he th- he knew you were thinking, yeah, or at least got that vibe from you, like you were totally. lost there for a second, exactly, there. right.
1: Jesus it was amazing it was amazing <laughs> and i had let so many people listen to it i'm like what do you hear and they're like that probably worked. they heard everything Like you know it wasn't right. just me right it was other something. people yeah other people i got a lot of confirmation that that's absolutely Whoa. what he said it was awesome
0: Ugh. i don't know about that there's a lot of places here in town that they say okay there are a couple of questions have you heard of the tunnels these uh alleged tunnels that are underground have yes. you heard of those yeah. you've been down there
1: I have not been down in the tunnels in downtown area. Right. I've been in the tunnels at East High and at BHS. They have
0: them there too? Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Because those schools were all built, you know, during World War II. Right. So.
0: So they used like shelters. So mm -hmm. is that what those tunnels are? They're basically bomb shelters type things?
1: Yeah. And now it's all maintenance stuff.
0: Oh, really? They just fill them up? Oh, shit. <laughs> that's, I thought it was more. I thought it was more like Indiana Jones tunnels or some shit. Like you know what I mean? I mean it's the got writing get, on the mean, you can still and,
1: get from one point of campus to the other from those tunnels. But oh, really? It's mostly storage and uh, access to electrical and things like that.
0: Wow. Yeah, uh, I heard about the downtown tunnels. Like the antique store over here, there's an access point to it. There's. Oh. It's all fenced off, caged. But you can tell, like it goes down under the ground, and you can tell that's where those love, tunnels to love, go through. Love I forgot to get in which there forgot which one it was that it that it went to oh see don't, see it's not my mic right here i'm sorry it's probably a ghost oh, don't <laughs> <say it>. <laughs> <laughs> i know right like that's all i needed him pissing somebody off and okay um do you ever worry about like Running into something that like, and then it attaches to you or all the time. Really? And then or like, you go home with it or dream of it. Do you ever have any experiences like that?
1: Um, I, it, it is, it is a concern. And, um, so I do try to be really careful about where I investigate. Really? If anything seems like it might be demonic or evil, then I, I won't do it. Really? Uh, yeah, really.
0: You don't want to test it, huh? No.
1: (laughs) Why would you risk that?
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm stupid like that.
1: It's <laughs> 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 the machismo again, right?
0: <laughs> like just to see what they're gonna do. What do
1: you think? Yeah. Do? So even when I go into uh, any regular investigation, I will always do sort of this prayer ahead right. of time, and then a, a sort of this cleansing prayer at the end. You know. Right. You can't come with me. You can't stay here. You have. You know. You can't. You can't come with me. You Burn have some to stay sage.
0: Here. I heard sage actually works.
1: I have heard that. I've never I, used. I've it, heard
0: there's yeah. actually some scientific evidence to where. Something that burns in it is actually antibacterial. So, it is actually like there is a certain level of cleansing that it's doing when you burn sage within the house, you know, which I've never right. had it done before, but I was, uh, you know, People I've People use sage for
1: all kinds of things other than spirits. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah,
0: for incense. And,
1: yeah, I mean, but just like you said, it's sort of that positive. Right. Uh, it does clean the air. It you know, and cleans the energy. There's
0: probably something true to that too. Like, if you, like, what do you think about, like, if you're willing it, like, if you feel that positivity? You know what I mean? Like uh with like you manifest it to yourself. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's something to that. I know? believe that. Yeah. Um, I think the
1: same thing's true with what we said, you know, something to attach itself. You know, if you are not careful, you're you're you push something too far and you're not prepared, then absolutely it could follow you home. You think and so? I do feel like that happened to me one time and it wasn't an investigation.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Like
1: a- I actually, it's gonna, I'm going to sound like such an idiot when I say this, but I actually visited Zach Bagans Haunted Museum in Las Vegas.
0: No, i never heard, heard of that. Okay. No. What is it?
1: It's a haunted museum. So Zach Bagans is from Ghost Adventures. Okay. He's the host. Okay. And they investigate all kinds of places, but most of their investigations deal around the demonic. Okay. So he has relics and souvenirs and things like that that people have given him that are possessed. Dolls, oh, like
0: uh, Annabelle's type shit. Exactly. Nope. Exactly. Nope. You will not. They you have, know what? I I had to go watch Annabelle on a dare. Okay, in the movie theater. <laughs> I'm swearing my no ne- my legs were going numb from how scared I fucking was. Like I felt like I was gonna walk out the whole time. Yeah, I was so scared. Like, uh, and then I started freaking out. Like, what if it like pops out? How, how Fucking stupid. this sounds okay. Like, if it pops out the screen, I can't run and my legs because my legs are fucking <laughs> so numb because I'm scared. You know what I mean? But. He collects all that shit. He, so he he's kind of like asking stuff. for it in a way. So
1: I was, you know, going through that with my sister and um, she's she loves this stuff as much as I do. So we were super excited and it came to a point where I can't, I don't know why, I don't know what it was, but I, I got out of one of the exhibits and I just had this overwhelming sense of dread, like almost to the point of panic. Like I was terrified. Wow. I was terrified and I didn't know what I was, a ter- I didn't know what I was afraid of. I went home, you know, we left there, and I just had this anxiety. I've, I don't suffer from anxiety. I've never had anxiety, but really? it was, like I said, I was just so afraid, and she was flying home the next morning, and I was terrified of her getting on the plane, and I was driving home, and I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to die on the way. I mean, it was just, Jesus. Was over, I didn't sleep all night. And you've
0: never been like that before?
1: Never. I'm not that, I'm not that person. Really? I'm the opposite of that person.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um... Oh, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. And it wasn't until probably a day or two after I got home that I could even like relax, even in my bed. I'd swear I'd open my eyes and there was something over my bed. I mean, you know, it was just that I was, I can't describe it. Right. I can't describe it. I went back to the museum actually just to. Proved that it, I was a crazy person, you know. <laughs> I took my right. husband with me, and um, and it was a totally different experience. It was very benign, very like, oh, yeah, here's that. Oh, really? here's that. Yeah, but I cannot explain. I can't explain.
0: So what do you recommend, like, say something happens to somebody? You know, what do you, what do, you do in that situation? If something happens mean? to somebody? Like, what if something attaches to you? Like, what if something, you know what I mean? Like, you're out doing an investigation, you feel like you bring it with you. Like, what do you do? What do you do after that point? I don't know. That's a good question. Like That's a go, cross that bridge when I get there, <laughs> which I hope
1: I never have like, to do. Exorcism? Exor- yeah. I don't find, know. Find your pastor. Um. <laughs> Breast, whatever.
0: Another local story is the Padre one. Yeah. The handprint on the wall. Yeah. Have you ever have heard you of seen that it? one? I, I don't remember if I've actually seen it or not, but I, yeah, I think I have. It's in that main bar, right? It's is it in the in bar? It's not in the bar.
1: It's in that little cafe just off the bar.
0: The cafe. Oh, right there. Right. Yeah, yeah there's exactly. There's that fireplace right there. Yeah.
1: And it is the perfect little... Right. You got a background
0: her, story to, What's that story? I guess there was a fire. There right? was a
1: fire in the building a long time ago. The Padres supposed to have several hauntings. Um, not just that, but they also have like a security guard that roams the halls.
0: Oh um, wow. Yeah. Have you you haven't investigated over there yet? Have you that's, talked to them? That's a set hard, up?
1: It's it's hard to get in Isn't because it? they're a functioning hotel. So at what point do I get to take over and Can't turn shut the, the lights off? Down and, and and right, right. Right. That's a difficult yeah. one. So
0: Yeah, I see that. Any any places that um you want to get in into in town, like you you're like dying, other than Padres Padres, go over one. Well, quest. you
1: mentioned the tunnels. Like I'd love to have access the to the downtown those tunnels. tunnels yeah, underground. Um, I'd love to do the Fox Theater.
0: Really? Yeah. The Fox has some energy to it. You can yeah. Feel that. I mean, That's theaters cool.
1: are always really th- theaters and schools. Great places for residual energy, just because of all of the bodies that are you know in and out of there all the time. Right. Right. Um and we've heard stories from actual employees from the Fox that there are several of those moments where you're like, wait, what was that? (laughs) Right. Who's there? What just happened? That's even just tonight. And I'll just tell you this happened and it was so odd. I was at work before coming here Uh and um, I was the last one in my office. because I was waiting to meet my husband and I got up to leave. And so I closed my office door, but then it walks into like my reception area and as I was headed towards the door to exit into the hallway, I hear the back door slam close. And I turn around. I'm like, oh, hey, is that you? Are you still here? Because one of my community counselors will work later and no answer. So I'm like, I'm just going to walk back there because maybe she didn't hear me. And there's nobody back there. So I walk out into the hallway from that door, see if I see somebody. I don't see anybody. I'm like, oh, okay. So I walk back towards the front door. And as soon as I got to the, the door to leave again, another door slammed bigger like it was louder and i'm like all right i'm leaving i'm out <laughs> enjoy
0: well when i was a kid you know like uh the wind would blow the door open mm-hmm. or something like that right i remember my mom my i you like you always say like come on in like you'd be welcoming yeah. you know what i mean you know yeah. like when you come on in you know what i mean i just thought that i was like i ain't inviting shit into my house <laughs> with you. you know what i mean that's crazy but there
1: are a lot of times though when there are moments like that. I investigated a home recently and they had just some crazy experiences. And so it was one of those where I hesitated to go in because some of the stories were very, very negative. Right. Um, But I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. They couldn't find anybody. There's nobody else. I mean, even I've researched to see if there's any other investigators in our area and there just isn't.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, So I went in and uh, they had stories of like, being choked in their sleep. Oh, like
0: shit. Like,
1: things levitating and moving and, like, slamming to the ground. Cabinet doors opening and closing in front of them. Like, all kinds. Shadow people in the hallways. Like, Jesus. all kinds of things. And, um, you said something. I can't remember the question. Um. Oh.
0: I do that all the time. Oh, my God. I
1: totally lost my train of thought.
0: The, the investigation of the house.
1: I know. But you said something uh-huh. before that that triggered the conversation.
0: Oh, it. <laughs> i feel like this I'm is all sorry. i do no 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 yeah, you're fine yeah. you're fine what is so like i'm i'm a skeptic okay so i'm the type where i have to see to believe type thing okay so what is like what do you think that's out there that's like so compelling because i've stood at a few haunted hotels there's a place in um pastor robles uh the saloon i forgot the name of it but that thing was creepy Mm-hmm. They were they were on a show where they had stuff moving, lamps turning off and on, type thing. Did that, that convince that. you? A little bit, yeah. It moved, to me, it's like we were talking about earlier. It's the energy that I feel. Mm-hmm. Anybody can set up a light, to turn off sure. and on, type thing, right? But if me actually stand there, because I had a buddy that I used to work with, um, he worked there as a bouncer. It's a big popular bar down there, and they have rooms upstairs. But the owner lets like friends or family stay there, or someone gets too drunk. Okay. They'll let you crash up there. And it's a legit, like, narrow hallway, about eight rooms. And it's real close, old school saloon type stuff. And uh, my buddy was like, yeah, I got you guys a key up there. And, you know, you could feel it. Like, we are crashed out. You could just feel that energy in there. My wife loves that shit. It drives me crazy. But she just loves it. Like, we did that one. We did one in Santa Paula. That's awesome. Right? That we go to. Because I'm a skeptic. I, I want to see it. I want to go. But
1: skeptics are the best investigators. I get right. asked that question all the time. Oh, I don't believe in this stuff. Like, blah, blah, blah. You right. don't really convince me. And and skeptics are the best. Because right. you go into an investigation like I do. Okay, I'm going to disprove that. Well, right. that light came on. It could have been a short. Oh, that bulb could be going right. out. You know.
0: This most recent one at Santa Paula. This just another old whorehouse saloon gambling spot. Mm-hmm. We're up on the third floor. They say, like, the uh, 305 was haunted. We're 307. And, um, again, energy you feel. And sometimes it's like we say, you say, it's in the wood of, it, you know what I mean, of the buildings. It's in the, the walls and the yeah. the windows that are still not there from the 1800s and shit, right? And the, I remember there was a noise, like a tapping. We're on the top floor, you know. There's just a noise tapping and off and on. Now, at first, I didn't really pay attention to it. Like, you think, like, oh, it's a water line or whatever it is and shit, you know. And I started thinking, I like, there's nothing on the roof.
1: You yeah, know what I mean? There's nothing
0: like what's moving above the roof. All the water lines are underneath us, electricals through the walls and it just and it'll be random. Like it'll be sitting and then I start the more I started thinking about it, I was like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? And then when my wife started her and then she it she was recording and it shit, it was just like it's definitely something to it. I just I need, like, when it comes to, like, the demonic stuff, I need that shit to come at me just a little bit more than, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. because, like, I need You're me what a chicken you are, but you want a demon
0: to get you. I need to see him to come. I just need to <laughs> see him more to get after me, you know what I mean? A little bit more just so I can feel it more, you know? But I, I know what you mean by it. Yeah, so back to my original question, like, what do you, like, the stuff you've seen, other people, I'm sure, you know, you researched a lot of other hunters and investigators that do stuff. Like, what's some of the things that you've seen that really got you going, like, oh, wow, there's something spectacular there, right? The,
1: the things that, that always get me and shock me the most is that physical contact, you know. The, okay, that. like that's, When you have when that, the, you talk the, about the choking or the bruises or, you know, those things like that. Right. That is That is, that's hard to explain away.
0: Right. And see, that's why, like, I'm, I'm I, I kind of want that to happen to me, just so I know, like, cause you, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard. No, 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 it's kind of hard. Like when somebody says that, like, oh, I got choked in the middle of the night by a ghost. You're kind of like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get that too. You know, like, I get that like,
1: too. And that was how I went to this investigation. And right. so I was like, that's that's a tough one to prove. Like, right? I can't prove exactly. that. You know, I can't you know? disprove it either. And
0: sometimes people want uh, things to happen and. You know what I mean, like especially. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know. I don't want to be possessed or anything like that. I don't want to be yeah. the next Emily Rose or some crazy movie. Yeah, like, no.
1: <laughs> It sounds like you do. No, no I'm just, I just kidding. Need a little bit more of that uh,
0: um, What are some of the places that you would want to go investigate, like in the future, like dream, uh, you know, bucket list type places?
1: Um, my number one bucket list location is um, the Stanley Hotel in Estes, oh, really? Colorado, because that's where The Shining was filmed. Really? And um there are some legitimate claims there that it is significantly haunted. Yeah. And I was actually supposed to go for nove- November for Thanksgiving break. Oh really? And um we decided not to at the last minute. Um but that is like number one on my bucket list really? is to go to the Stanley Hotel.
0: That's super cool. Yeah. That's super cool. That's funny. I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit about that. Su- Surprise coming up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, I don't know if your list or not. Um what um, what is like? Okay, you said like the artifacts. What are some of the, like those artifact things that you hear out there that are super like the Annabelle doll? You know what I mean? Like, do you know of any of those type of things that are out there? <clears throat>
1: I mean, that I think that there there could be things like that in your home. I mean, they say that the Woolworths diner here in town is haunted, and I would guarantee you it's probably not the building that's haunted, but so many of the belongings in the antique store that are haunted. Right. You hear about it all the time, like things are att- people are attached to things. And so right, you right, buy right. a thing and you suddenly, you, take have, home with you, you suddenly have a ghost. You know, it's like, what the heck had just happened?
0: Yeah. A lot of these antique stores right here, you can feel those energies sure. for right here. Push it I, down here to right down. I'm mean, probably even this building you could so yeah, close to, you know. I think
1: that's true as well.
0: Yeah, because I used to sell antiques, uh, like little side hobby and stuff uh-huh. like that. And you could find some really weird, cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I, uh, this guy had a voodoo doll. I remember, and I was like, "This can be a real one and shit." And it, it, it was, but it was creepy though. You know, what I mean, to see that, like, it was like, oh, yeah, bet, especially if know. it was legit and
1: somebody used it, you know. And you don't know there's somebody in this world that looks like that doll, right? <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Or like, oh, like that movie, kind of like line thing. Uh, but, but um, let me see here. What other things are you? Like uh, other than ghost hunting, like is there other things that you're interested in that uh, that are like supernatural things? Like I went to a medium one time. I forgot her name, but she did like a, a comedy show. Oh, my yeah. Wife, we had went out of town just a random like Thursday night, and she's just doing one at a comedy club, like a medium show. That's cool. Do you think that's there's any, is there anything to that? And see, you that's think where I,
1: that's where I kind of take your stance is right. that I need to see it to believe it. Right. So I I I will watch that stuff. Right. I will watch, you know, the Long Island Medium and right. it fascinates me because the stories that the people are like, "Oh my god, that's my mom. How do you know my right. mom?" I want that to happen to me, you know. I did have someone come to me one time and start saying, you know, "Oh, hey, did you are you did you lose somebody recently?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> She's right. Asking me these questions and I just I couldn't confirm any of it. And, well, like, and that's
0: pretty much what it is. It was like, um, um, I'm feeling this energy over here in this room on this side, um, older male, seventies, um, what's going on? And then people are raising But yeah. then they it's kinda like they're wanting it too. Sure. You know what I mean? Of like, course, uh, you know, they wanna to speak to their loved ones or something like that, you know what I mean? But yeah. So I don't know if it's a little bit of you know, it's a little fishing, but there's definitely some something to that energy as well where she can it's probably not so where like she knows someone speaking to her but she can get that sense of you get that vibe off of people too right
1: yes and i do think that there are people who are gifted like that and god bless them you know um i do think there are a lot of people out there who take advantage of it
0: what's your favorite scary movie
1: oh god there are so many (sighs)
0: See, we usually did. We used to do a segment. The Shining, called,
1: as a kid, because that was my first. Classic. like, Really, it, I can watch that movie all day, um, and I really do love the the Conjuring movies. So the Annabelle movie, Annabelle, yeah, those. those
0: ones for you. Like I said, I can't do that. See, I could. Like I was telling you earlier, I could do those those uh, like the monster movies, like the Jasons, and the J- I can yeah. do that. But that Annabelle, oh, like the Paranormal Activity ones. Oh, Those yeah. ones. Was,
1: Blair Witch Project, like those things that came out and they those, were like documentaries.
0: The one where there was she, the baby got crawled out of the – they pulled the baby out of the crib. Nope. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. I cannot do that. So tell me a little bit more about the series you're coming out with, with uh, KGT. Is it KGT you're working with? Uh, Channel 23. Channel 23.
1: And we have already uh, – we've, we've been filming once a week and they they come out each Sunday. So there are already three segments out. And we're hoping to do our fourth segment this week, but we're still waiting for confirmation. Okay. So uh, we have done the Old Fellows Hotel at Pioneer Village.
0: I, I yeah. Oh, they oh, it's Pioneer Village. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pioneer Village. Yeah. That place has energy to it. No, it, right?
1: I, I think so. That
0: green building. What's that green? building? The Howell build? House. The Howell House. The very right? first
1: one when you walk in to the left, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: You feel energy in that um, building right there. That I think.
1: one, and then I've I've heard some amazing stories about the schoolhouse. But when I talked to um, some employees that work there, they're like, well, it's just not haunted. Really? And I said, are you sure? (laughs) Because there are so many stories out there. And he said, I'm positive. Like, no one has ever reported anything like that to us. Our employees have never reported feeling strange in there. And they go in there all the time. And I'm like, that is so fascinating. But he did say the Fellows Hotel is the one building where people feel the the creepiest. It creeps really? me out the most. He goes, if you want to investigate that, you can. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: please. So you're saying, I want to go right out there and get it. You know what <laughs> I mean? You're out there getting it already. Um, why is it it's only old places? I understand that. But, like, you ever been to houses where, like, new construction, Hoskins, like that, and you've done investigations out there? People have had experiences I, out there, stuff like that?
1: There, The, the house that I went to um, that I was talking about earlier, that was a brand-new build. Nobody had ever lived in that home before really? those people, and um, they felt like whatever was in that home had followed them from their previous residence. Oh, so talking about shit. attaching to you, right? You know, because right. they had, you know, some some stories that were going on at the apartment they lived in. It
0: was even at the apartment.
1: And. Um, so I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to find out who lives in there. I actually called those apartments. I'm like, hey, is there any way? I know I'm gonna sound like a crazy person, but I'm this paranormal investigator and I was just wondering. He's like, I can't give you that information. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they think that it had followed them to their new home and we just couldn't find any evidence of it. Not saying that I couldn't discount the T V picking up and moving and dropping. I I I can't explain how that happened. Right. You know, I can't explain you being choked in your sleep, except maybe you have night terrors and maybe it really was a true night terror right. and not an actual, you know, phenomenon. Um but we we investigated floor to ceiling. We did all kinds of stuff and I think we caught maybe two E V P that are maybe E V P. You know, it's like I can't I don't know what it is, but I can't hear what it's saying, it's not clear, but it was just like this little like high pitched like, moan in the background right. as we're, you know, doing something with a different device, so.
0: That's super cool. Yeah. So, where do, um, again, where do you, can everybody follow you on, on Facebook, your group, and. Uh,
1: you can follow me at Frontier Ghost Hunters. And that's how they contact
0: you if they want us if you're getting yeah. crazy out here, it's Halloween time. This is why I love, thank you so <laughs> much for coming on, because this is a perfect time to do thank it. Thank you. Because of Halloween time, I'm already freaked out as it is right now, so.
1: Tell your wife if she ever wants to investigate with me. I would love to oh, have her.
0: She probably would. She'd definitely take you <laughs> up on that. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to definitely tell her. Okay. Um, So Frontier. Ghost Hunters. Frontier Ghost Hunters on Facebook. Yes. They can contact you there if anybody was looking for any investigations. Yeah. All you crazy people. Everybody has an experience. As soon as I talked to everybody about having you on, it was like, oh, oh this, this one story. time. This one time. So, <laughs> hey, if you guys want to find out, Missy is the one to help you guys out. Uh, Frontier Ghost Hunters. You guys follow them. And thank you guys for all this love and support. Thanks for coming on again, Missy. I appreciate thank it you so, so much. It so was so much fun. Good. Okay. We'll do it again. Yeah. We'll absolutely. do it again. Okay. Do it again. Thank you guys. And uh, have a safe Halloween, um, everybody out there. Thanks again. Thank
1: you. See. You try to scream, but Tara take the sound.